0: Hi, this is Zoe Zuniga with the Mind Body Clarity Lifestyle Blog Podcast. Alright, today's topic is: does a Whole Foods plant-based diet cause orthorexia? Some people think that if you're not eating all the standard American foods like flour, sugar, oil, dairy, salt, and tons of animal products, you are obsessed. If you don't conform to the standard diet, you have a new disease called orthorexia. Well, to me, orthorexia is a made-up term to justify getting us to consume more processed food and feel okay about it. Yes, there are eating disorders where people starve themselves or become obsessed or unhealthy. But eating a healthy diet of unprocessed foods and whole plants is not a new disease called orthorexia. (laughs) The mainstream food and sickness system it isn't the health system, (laughs) thinks that you shouldn't remove any foods from your diet or have any foods that are off limits because this just leads to binges. But that mindset seems crazy to me. What leads to binges is using processed food or drug-like foods in the first place. Our culture has gone off the deep end with using food as a drug and making processed, chemicalized, and extreme foods just commonplace. Why would you wanna put poison in your body when it only takes a few weeks of abstinence to lose all desire to eat that stuff? So there's this myth of moderation. There are a whole lot of health coaches and diet systems that will tell you what you wanna hear. They will tell you that you can keep eating your favorite foods, if you wanna call them foods, and be healthy. They will tell you that it's better to be a little bit overweight than to be obsessed with abstaining from certain foods. Maybe, but maybe some people can cling to the old processed foods and have them in moderation some of the time and eat a healthy diet most of the time and lose weight and improve their health. But it's a slippery slope because these foods trigger overeating and cause brain changes that make it really hard to get any kind of mental clarity Processed foods overstimulate the pleasure centers of the brain the way drugs do, and most of us just can't handle that at all. That is why the rate of type two diabetes, heart disease, cancer, depression, childhood obesity, and every other lifestyle disease are skyrocketing right now. People who tell you moderation is the answer may simply be addicted to processed foods themselves. People who want you to be quote unquote normal have not experienced what it feels like to be truly normal and free from sugar, flour, oil, and chemicalized processed foods for more than a day or two. They have not experienced the amazing freedom and joy of being thin and healthy without using processed food as a drug every three or four hours, every day of their lives. (laughs) Coaches and diet systems who tell you to be normal and moderate may not be quite as unbiased as they imagine. Doctors who tell you to just cut back a little bit and conform and be moderate, and mainstream medicine that recommends the FDA plate might be, not be denying the link between food and disease because their own brains are so influenced by the fear of letting go of their own addictions to processed foods. Before I tried going without all that stuff, I thought it would be impossible to stop. I loved eating that stuff every few hours from morning until late at night, or at least I thought I did. I thought it was normal and I thought I was just hungry every few hours. I thought that was why I had uncontrollable cravings late at night after eating all day long. (laughs) But once I really gave it a try and came out the other end totally free, I wasn't perfect at first, but I kept going. I just got up and started again as fast as I could after falling down. I just wish I'd known I could do this 40 years ago instead of being a slave and a consumer all my life. Instead, I wasted my health, my earning ability, and my peace of mind to help keep the junk food machine going. (laughs) Eating whole foods and going against the tide of insanity is what mind-body clarity is all about. I don't care if it's considered extreme by an insane system with unhealthy people running it. To me, eating foods on a daily basis, and an hourly basis that cause open heart surgery, diabetes, cancer, and other diseases is way more extreme than eating unprocessed foods. But this isn't for everyone. If you're worried about what other people will think, if you wanna be like everyone else, if you don't wanna make your friends uncomfortable with their own addiction, then do the moderation dance. And be a little bit overweight and a little bit sick and maybe you can be happy that way but if you want more out of your life it's totally worth it it only takes a few weeks of discomfort to get clean and then the world opens up cravings can return now and then for a few weeks or months but the more high nutrient chemical free food you eat the less often cravings come until they finally leave for good i want that for everyone who's brave enough to stand up for their own health I promise you won't be obsessed or calorie counting forever. It isn't about counting calories for the rest of your life or worrying about quote unquote trigger foods forever or holding back from forbidden foods. Once you go clean, you simply don't crave or want to eat those old foods. You won't have the urge to overeat or use food like a drug ever again. You don't have to ever hold yourself in check or think about food at all because your innermost being, you will know for sure that it would be insane to eat that crap ever again. You will love your new health so much it won't be a sacrifice to say off processed foods for good. But if you're not willing to change so much that you won't even recognize yourself, then stick with moderation. A lot of successful, happy people do a moderate approach and that might be your path. The thing is, having cake at someone's wedding made of processed flour and sugar or having an alcoholic drink just because everyone else is doing it is no longer a treat or something you look forward to once you're truly healthy. Once you have found true health and true freedom from craving all that crap, you have no desire to take that path again. If you're willing to go through three or four weeks of withdrawal from very potent like <laughs> drugs or drug-like foods, you will come out the other side feeling so much better that you won't ever want to go back. You won't miss that old lifestyle at all because you will finally know how it feels to be really alive and vibrant and healthy. I'm not going to tell you to use moderation. I'm more interested in getting you free from cravings for non-foods for life. So how do you break free from the status quo? The sickness culture well you have to do it right and you have to make sure you're getting enough nutrients do your research make sure you get the right supplements you're going to need b12 omega threes probably dha and enough zinc plant-based diets are low on these nutrients and this can cause damage over the long term you want to make sure you're eating high quality high nutrient foods because these will cut your cravings faster Try to get organic food when you can and know which ones are safe to get conventionally. Hey, even with pesticides, you're still going to feel a lot healthier if you cut out processed foods and eat a diet high in plants, phytonutrients, and fiber. There are some good recommended experts out there and I'll put links in the show notes to come to the site and read about them. Dr. Joel Furman is, isn't that popular uh, as much as the other plant-based MDs because he goes all in and doesn't sugarcoat it. And he knows what's safe and he, was, he knows what works to really reverse lifestyle diseases. He believes in proper supplementation and high protein servings for people in the later years of life. He keeps up with the latest research and changes his views accordingly. So if you have serious health problems, I would start with Dr. Furman. Dr. Greger over at Nutrition Facts has a lot of good news. Dr. Dean Ornish has a program that is actually covered by insurance now. He fought for years to get the laws changed. Chef AJ leaves out all nuts and seeds, and this can lead to imbalance because you don't absorb many nutrients from the other vegetables, as many nutrients, uh, when you're eating this instead of eating a small amount of nuts and seeds and avocados. But other than that, she's very good and understands addiction to processed foods. Uh, The book called The Pleasure Trap by Doug Lyle and Alan Goldhammer from True North Health Center explains the science behind food addiction very succinctly. There are a lot of more moderate experts that go a little bit more middle of the road. These systems tend to use pasta, bread, flour products, maple, sugar, honey, and other things. They might work well for you if you don't have any serious health issues. And if you're low on the susceptibility, susceptibility scale, this might be far enough for you to go. You may be fine with whole grain and sprouted flour products and find that it doesn't cause you to want more processed foods. Hey, everybody's different, so you have to experiment and decide how clean you wanna go. Forks Over Knives is a great website for the moderate route. Uh, the Esselstyn uh, son and father uh, have a lot of good books. Dr. McDougall has programs with and without added flour and sugar, but he still doesn't see the purpose of supplementation, so I I don't know about that part, but other than that, he's good. iThrive is a great program with over 40 interviews. Um, I'll leave a link to that on my site so you can go to the page where this article is. Nutritiously is a vegan recipe system that walks you through transitioning step-by-step to a healthy diet. Uh, they also have a weight loss specific program. High Carb Hama is a McDougall certified starch based chef who has a great mostly whole foods recipe bunch of books with lots of whole grain bread, flour, honey, and other highly palatable delicious items. And these can be great transition foods. So a note about the extreme clean raw foodist approach. I would steer clear of 100% raw foods diets for most people. I tried this for many years without any lasting success or health gains. I finally had to admit I was wrong and that this was not the optimal diet for me. The science-based evidence just isn't there, contrary to what raw foodists say about enzymes or that all cooked foods are toxins or poisons. The thing is, beans and sweet potatoes, steamed and roasted veggies and cooked whole grains are just too full of nutrition to discount. The book Catching Fire does a great job explaining that because of our small jaw size and relatively small digestive tract, um, compared to brain ratio size, cooked foods has become part of our normal genetic makeup. The author makes a good argument that by cooking, fermenting, pounding, and grinding our food, we made food more easily digestible and gradually became human because of the processed foods to some degree. This gave us more time to develop a larger brain and spend as little as one hour per day chewing and a lot less time and calories on digesting food. It does not well work well for us humans to eat a 100% raw diet of leaves and fruit with some bugs thrown in for protein like it does for other apes. We would have had to spend 6 hours a day chewing and many of those calories would go to digesting the harsh substances. Our jaw and short digest- digestive tract would not be able to handle this well. Gourmet raw foodists create faux, faux cooked flavors. Most raw foodists resort to blending and dehydrating food and eat a lot of concentrated nuts, lots and lots of oil and dried fruit and honey. They make faux loaves and pâtés and faux pizza and everything is heaped high with avocado, yum yum. Low-fat fruitarian raw foodists load up on starchy fruit. People who try to do the low-fat raw diet end up eating pounds and pounds of tropical, high starch fruits like bananas and mammies and high-fat durian all day long to get enough calories. They often eat very few greens and almost no nuts, seeds, or avocados. This makes the diet so low in variety and nutrients that it isn't sustainable long-term for most people. This turns into a high-fat or high-sugar diet either way you go. Although it's healthier than the mainstream diet, and in the first few months you do tend to lose weight and feel better raw foodism is usually not a long-term sustainable eating pattern raw foodism can lead to an almost religious zeal for many people raw foodism can lead uh, to an unhealthy relationship with food and cravings for many people long term though eating a diet high in raw fruits and veggies is a great idea Excluding all other foods is not healthy or nutritious for most people. So in conclusion, you have to research and experiment to find out what works for you and decide for yourself how unprocessed you wanna go. What works for me might not work exactly the same way for you, but whatever you decide, don't let society tell you that you have orthorexia just because you want to get free from addictive, overly processed foods. These sanity robbing, food like substances are sold on every street corner. Just about every canned or packaged food is laced with sugar, oil, flour, and salt, as well as a myriad of chemicals that manipulate your pleasure centers for the sake of profit. Hey, it's up to you to stand up to the onslaught and decide if it's worth it to you to be different for the sake of your health and happiness. Okay, it's Zoe Zunica signing off at Mind Body Clarity. Please come on over to the site to get more information about this subject.